The following pre-recorded program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The following program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Yes, we sure are here for you. And I'm so glad to be, so honored to be here for all the moms in America who tune into us because, man, even though people might not tell you, you have a very important job, if not the most important job on the planet. Dads, too, of course. But uh, so grateful for what you do. And that's why we have Channel Mom, to encourage the moms and love on the moms and cheerlead the moms and advise the moms. I want to welcome our Facebook Live audience today. I know we have some fans and friends out there today of our guest, who's very popular on Facebook, to say the least. Also, to our 94.7 The Word audience, so glad to have you on board as well. And our podcast audience coming up soon. Uh, I, I want to say something about our upcoming guest and then I have to, to, to do a little bit of business. But uh, you may have seen our guest and her incredible daughter on Facebook. Since they have over a million followers on Facebook, this little girl steals hearts. I'm telling you, she's going to be on and she's going to sing for us, which is the coolest thing. Uh, she steals people's hearts with her songs and her story. She was not expected to live due to her disabilities, but this seven-year-old has defied all of the odds. Her mom tells their story of hardship and hope in her brand new book which is destined to inspire parents of special needs kids and just about everybody, frankly. Miss Grace Anna has gone viral online. She's famous for singing the national anthem, which we have a little selection of right here. Oh, Honestly, I should just keep playing her. You don't need to hear me because she's so darling. We do have Grace Anna's mom, Angela Rogers, on the show today and Grace Anna. We're going to get to them in just a second. I have to do one one or two quick little things. Number one, happy birthday to my mom and to me. I forgot to do this last week. I was born on my mother's birthday, December 9th, and I always like to wish her a happy birthday every year when it's both of our birthdays. What a blessing to be born on my mother's birthday. And then number two, Creole Brew. Um, if you've listened to us at all, you know that I'm a high energy person and I don't need extra energy in my life or you wouldn't like me. But Creole Brew has been my solution. I can't do coffee and tea very well. It just doesn't make me feel good. So I uh, found Creole Brew about five years ago. It is cocoa beans that you brew just like coffee. And man, does it smell incredible. You can mix it with your coffee if you're just kind of trying to reduce uh, how much coffee you have. It's got very little caffeine. And what they call it is honest energy. They have theobromine in it, which gives you a little boost. All kinds of antioxidants. Tastes like chocolate. Fabulous stuff. Love it. You can get it at creobrew.com, which is C-R-I-O-B-R-U.com, or at uh, Vitamin Cottage, Natural Grocers, Whole Foods, or Sprouts. There it is, Creole Brew. Okay, so I'm going to give you a little bit more about Angela, our author, who's, who's coming up now. She's got this brand new book. You can see it on Facebook Live, Grace Anna Sings, and her precious daughter, Grace Anna, gracing the cover. So beautiful. Uh, Angela Ray Rogers is the author of the new book, and it's about the miraculous story of her now seven-year-old daughter, Grace Anna. Angela is a wife and a mother of two, Isaiah and Grace Anna. We do not want to forget I- 
Isaiah. He's done a lot to uh, add to the story as well. Grace Anna has overcome many, many disabilities. All had a near-death experience, basically. They almost lost her once, but she is incredible. And I thought that her story and her mom's story would help anybody that needs just a little bit of inspiration that they can overcome today. So welcome to Angela and soon-to-be Grace Anna right here on Channel Mom. Welcome, Angela. Hi, how are you guys doing? We're good, thank you. Thanks so much for being on Channel Mom today. Thank you. Sure. Okay, so Angela, people kind of briefly need to hear your story, uh, kind of harrowing story of, of becoming a mom because you had Isaiah, but then you went through a lot of difficulty before you were able to have Grace Anna. Uh, yes, after my husband Jeff and I married, um, it was probably two and a half, three months after we married because we were both getting a little bit older. I was 35 and he was 37. And unfortunately, we went through three miscarriages before Grace Anna came along and we had um, her. Mm-hmm. And it was a very difficult time in our lives. Um, Jeff's dad was also in very bad health. and We were taking care of him and helping out with his mom and just trying to get through having those miscarriages because they're not just emotionally um, draining it is a lot to your body physically, and it was hard on our marriage, too, to have a, a a new marriage to be faced with that kind of loss also. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. I, I went through one miscarriage, and it is a, it's a hopeless place, and you're not sure you can ever have another baby. Um, and it's hard in a marriage because you think, what's wrong with us together? Why, why can't we make this happen? Um, so it's, it's difficult. Uh, and I, I appreciate how honest you were about it in the book. Now, you... Um, what what can take people through Grace Anna's birth and what they said to you before she was born? We were very fortunate to find out um, in December of 2009 that I was pregnant again. And honestly, when I first found out, I was not happy. I thought, you know, like we previously discussed, I could not face another miscarriage. It was yeah. I had re- just exhausted emotionally and physically, and. Each month we went, everything was, you know, nothing was going wrong major until they did uh, a high-resolution ultrasound the third month I was pregnant. And they did that as a precaution because of my age. I was 30, yeah. 37 years old. and um, Hey, can I, can I just ask you a quick little favor, Angela? Yeah. We're, I know the whole audience is waiting to hear from Grace Anna, but, I, <laughs> but, but the mic is amplifying her in the background. Oh, is no. there is there any way that we can have you walk just a little bit away from? Because she's so darling. I know everybody wants to hear from her. Um, so yeah. So, I, but I want them to hear your story first before we hear from you from her rather. So, okay. so tell us about continue on how you're talking about getting. Um, they they asked you to get the the tests and and probably suggested that maybe you should end the pregnancy at one point. They did several times. Um, the first time, like I was saying, I went in from the high resolution ultrasound and. The first, you know, he comes out and tells us something, you know, something's not right. We don't know exactly what's what's wrong. But, mm-hmm. And his description of my daughter was not a very pleasant description. And he said we had choices if we, you know, if we did not want to carry on the pregnancy. And we told him at that time that, you know, it wasn't a choice for us. We wanted the baby. And we went to my regular OBGYN and this specialist also, he was a high-risk specialist, and each time we went to him, he would present this option, and he was very uh, st- strong in his belief about the option. Mm-hmm. And we were very strong in our belief yeah. that it wasn't an option. You know, we passed up 
having amniocentesis, you know, because it was not going to change how they treated her. To us, if it's not going to affect how you treat my, my child, there's no sense in doing it, that risk. And eventually I had to ask for a different doctor because, you know, he wouldn't take no for an answer. Mm -hmm. And it got to the point where I was getting upset before we would get there. And so they gave us a a second specialist, and he was wonderful. He never brought it up. Of course, I voiced my concerns on the very first appointment. And I got a second opinion. And unfortunately, the doctor that gave me the second opinion also, you know, uh, told me that I could have an abortion. If I wanted to, mm-hmm. to end the pregnancy, and I said no. But the hardest one was my regular OBGYN that I had already been going to for 13 years. Also told me I had this option, and and I never would have thought he would have brought it up because mm-hmm. I've been going to him for so long, and I thought I knew him very well. But um, yeah, they they think they're protecting you, and I understand yeah, that. But yeah. and the same thing happened to me because I was 38 when I had my daughter. Um, I want to get to Grace Anna's story. So she was born, and she has multiple, let's just call them issues, dwarfism and some other things. But you guys have pressed on, as has Grace Anna, who you call your little warrior. Um, so she was born with all these things, and people looked at her and said, so, you know, um, I think they thought less of her than you thought of her, and you knew she had potential. So, so I, we only have about five minutes left in this segment. Why don't you take people a little bit through the fact that you had to go through a life-threatening surgery and almost lost her, but mm-hmm. she came out singing, and then everything changed. You suddenly realized that this little girl who people had undersold and, and said that maybe you could abort ended up having a gift to share with the world. And it, It's a funny thing. Grace Anna, the first... When she was first born, she had scales on 75% of her body. Mm-hmm. And I never noticed it because she had this gorgeous, angelic face. And to us, she we had fought, and she had fought re- to get here, to get to have a chance to live a life. I knew deep down she was special the first moment I saw her. Mm-hmm. And she had her first spine surgery when she was uh, right at 16 months old. And, um, unfortunately, her lungs collapsed after the spine surgery, and she coded, and we about lost her. And she spent 20, 25, 26 days in the hospital, and I couldn't pick her up. I couldn't hold her. And she had this con- uh, machine over her mouth where she couldn't breathe on her own, and she couldn't wear her glasses, and the little thing just laid there with all of this stuff on her, and all I could do was sing to her. Uh-huh sing and pray and we had community and a lot of people in our state and throughout the United States were praying for and uh, it just seemed like the singing soothed her when she would get upset we would sing I would sing my mom would sing my sister was there I don't know if my husband did a whole lot of singing but um, (laughs) it was really funny because once she made it through and we knew she was going to be all right as soon as we got back home to Kentucky it's just it. It was just like she jump started into singing. Yeah, it just came so natural. Of course, we would sing every night. It's just something I do. I drive my husband nuts because I walk around singing all the time. He's not a singer, <laughs> but uh, to me, if you're happy, you're singing. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, and that's the way she is. If she's playing with something, she's singing. If she's taking a bath, she's singing. It's a when she uh, says her math facts. I have a teacher in homeschool. She sings her math facts a lot of times. It's just who she is, and her voice, to me, 
it's just incredible to be a seven-year-old little girl. It is. And and she sings with kind of the, the like the wisdom of an adult, the way she sings and her passion that she puts into it. It's like she really understands what she's singing, which is mm-hmm. and, and awesome. Okay, so with our last two or three minutes, I want, I want to do this. I want to set this up. Grace Anna, precious little Grace Anna is going to sing for us in the next segment. Um, but, but in the middle of all this, you became kind of famous. You posted it on uh, Facebook and suddenly everybody wanted to hear Grace Anna sing. And you've got over a million followers and you're on Katie Couric and suddenly the world blows up and everybody wants to have this little girl in their lives. What is it, and, and we've got to be quick on this answer, but what is it about her that makes people have more hope for themselves in their own trials? I think for me, from what we have learned from emails and interaction with people, is that she has such a joy for life and a light in her little spirit when she faces all of the stuff she faces, because she's faced a lot more stuff than that first surgery, back surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, and she doesn't complain, and she's spunky, and she's tough, and I think part of it is she just loves life, and they gravitate towards that, that she's not this, you know, she could easily be a hateful child going through what she goes through. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I could be as happy as she is after what all she's been through, but I think it's a gift from God. I don't think it's by accident. I really don't. Yeah. Because it's. May, it's changed us, not just people throughout the United States and other parts of the world. It's changed us and how we live our lives. Yeah. You talked I don't to- think it's. I just don't think it's coincidence. No, of course it's not. You talk. I read the whole book. It's one of the few that I've I've had. I've been able to read the whole thing. So so thank you for writing it. And yes, you do have a, grat- a heart of gratitude and thankfulness because you just are so glad to have your baby girl alive um, with her joy, inspiring and touching others. You have a message for other people. When we come back. Little Miss Grace Anna is going to sing for us. We're going to talk a little bit more about the message that her mom feels compelled to share with the world uh, because of what Grace Anna has gone through and come out the other side of. And, and please know, her, her mom's telling you the truth. She has been in, through an enormous amount of pain and difficulty. Uh, if you go, if you can see her precious little self right here on the cover on Facebook Live, or if you want to go look at it, if you're listening by radio, just go to our channel mom page at channel mom and you can see her. And it's clear that her joy is shining through all she's had to overcome. And so uh, stay tuned, everybody that wants to hear Grace Anna sing, because she's going to sing for us. I'm excited for it. And, and her mom's message, I'm going to have her shared in a deeper way that I'm hoping will touch some people today who just need a little inspiration, a little hope. Stay tuned for Channel Mom. We'll be right back. my household. I don't have a degree, but the organization I run is more complex than most companies. Party planner, chef, teacher, nurse, these are just some of the roles I fill every single day. It's time for me to get paid to do what I love to do. I'm going to study at Colorado Christian University and apply what I've learned running my household into a degree that will give me a career. Check out CCU's website at adulted.ccu.edu or call 303-963-3300 and get started down the same amazing path I'm taking 
starting today. The vision of the Life Center is simple. Transforming communities, period. Located just south of downtown Littleton, the Life Center meets immediate needs, provides opportunities for development, and shares the hope and truth found only in Jesus. Whether you need help putting food on the table or reaching your goals by learning English or finishing your GED, find out more about our services and volunteer opportunities on our website, lifecenterlittleton.org. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are here for you. And we do have the author of Grace Anna Sings, Angela Ray Rogers, on the show today, as well as little Miss Grace Anna herself. And we're going to get to them in just a second. First, I want to play, uh, if Kelly's ready, a little bit of mom applause for every mom who's out there and deserves applause. That's for you. If nobody's thanked you today, I'm thanking you for all that you do, all that you sacrifice, all that you work to do for your children to raise them well. And I just want to give a couple quick reminders before we get to Angela. Remember that CCU Online caters to the mother. They they uh, have five-week classes, one at a time, that a mom can handle at home online. Their prices are affordable. They they will give you credit for life experience as a mom. So maybe if you've catered food or whatever it is that you can tell them, they will give you life experiences for that. So please check them out at adulted.com ccu.edu. And then secondly, the Littleton uh, Life Center. Oh my goodness. They want to change communities one person at a time. They want to, they want to create trans, or transformation in communities. And, and they're doing it by offering all kinds of things so people can transform their lives. GEDs, English classes, Spanish classes, shelter in the cold, legal services. If you can't afford regular old legal services, they do all kinds of stuff. A food bank they've got for you. If you know somebody that could use their help or perhaps if you need their help, they're there for you. Check them out at lifecenterlittleton.org. We love what they do for people. Okay. We are back with Angela Ray Rogers, the author of Grace Anna Sings and the mother of Grace Anna and her brother, Isaiah, we don't want to forget him because Isaiah and his mama are doing some charitable things to help others who struggle in life, and we love that about them. They have a little organization called Gracie Bug Bundles of Love, um, and they help folks out through that that by giving gift baskets uh, for children and their families with long hospital stays. So we love that about them. Okay, so we're going to have Little Miss Grace Anna sing here in just a second, but I just want to ask you, Angela, do you feel compelled to use the pain that you've had to go through to help others who are in pain? I do, and it's it's not just um, overcoming adversity and finding joy. Uh, I really have a heart for people that have children with disabilities because a lot of times those parents are not given any hope for their little ones. And I have seen it with my own eyes that even though they don't fit the mode that society thinks Mm -hmm. there should be, they can do incredible, amazing things. I've seen it with Grace Anna, and I just want to encourage people to find the joy when you think it's impossible, and not only find the joy, but be the light for others. I know that sounds so cliche, but it's easy to let the world make you angry and bitter. But when you truly love people with a godly heart and do for others without expecting anything in return your life is enriched so abundantly and it's just by you choosing to be better choosing Mm -hmm. to not be afraid to take that step out of your comfort zone 
and do something you wouldn't normally do to help somebody. Sure. You know, I, this sounds corny, but, you know, some people may see disability in Grace Anna, which certainly she struggled with, but I see that God gave her a different ability because she can sing like other people cannot sing. Yes. So, so if we look for that, I, I think often we will just be able to find it if we look for it. So I'm going to have her sing, and then I'm going to ask you one more question, but uh, can you, I know you had to walk away from her, can you get back to her? And has she chosen, I was thinking maybe she might sing her song that she told Naomi Judd she couldn't <laughs> sing because it's her song. Um, I'm wondering if she would like to sing that song or another one. Do you know? Can I talk to her? Uh, I think she might want to sing Amazing Grace. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, who you're talking to. Hi, Grace Anna. I'm Jenny. Yeah, that's who she's talking to. Uh, how are you, sweet? Are you doing well today? Yeah, I'm doing good. Okay, awesome. I'm so glad. It's such a pleasure to meet you. I've never met you in person, but I'm glad to meet you over the phone. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so would you be, do you know that I used to sing Amazing Grace to my babies when I rocked them? And so that song means a whole lot to me. And it would touch my heart if you would sing that for me and our audience today. Can you sing that? What? Can you sing Amazing Grace for us? Amazing Grace. Yeah. Okay, great. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound. sweetheart thank you for singing that for our audience today can you tell me grace anna is there anything you want to say to me yeah okay what what would you like to talk about um that i was singing so pretty and um uh um that we 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 had a good time and we we i love that i'm looking I'm looking at your love right now. Are you? Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm looking, but I'm looking back at you and I'm giving you a hug because I love you and I love that you sing for people and it makes them happy. So thank you for doing that. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, sweetie. God bless you. God bless you too. Thank you. Well, thank you, Angela. Thank you for having Grace Anna sing, and thanks to Grace Anna. That was awesome. Do you, I saw Grace Anna playing the piano. She, she played the Star Wars theme very well on her piano. I was watching that the other day. Do you think she feels um, that, she needs, that she wants to have aspirations for helping others when she grows up through her ongoing um, you know, musical outpouring? I think she does, yes. Um, it's, a, it's a funny thing about Grace Anna. She doesn't view herself as having disabilities. She doesn't view herself as being any different than anyone else. But when she sees a child, like when we go to Cincinnati Children's Hospital, she wants to comfort them. And she's played the piano at Central Baptist Hospital in Lexington for other patients already, and they they loved her and have asked her back to do it. 
So she has a very given heart, too. She's very loving, along with being spunky and tough. <laughs> yeah. So I, I do think she will want to. And are you kind of furthering that for her? Like, look, God has given you this gift, and this is a way for you to give other people inspiration that they can overcome anything. Uh, is that something that you you and Jeff have tried to inspire in her as well? Yeah, we've. We, I, and I, I actually had a conversation with her yesterday about that. She had asked about, you know, she was never going to be an adult because she was going to be tiny. And I brought up the actor Peter Dinklage, which she can't watch some of his stuff, but I showed yeah. her his picture. And I said, don't ever believe because you're not as tall as mama or as tall as somebody else, that you're not capable of great things. And my husband chimed in and said, yeah, you're probably going to be the first president with dwarfism one day, I suspect. <laughs> Amen, girl. Amen. Okay. <laughs> I can see it, and she'll be singing from the Oval Office. Okay, so how do people find your book and find you and the Facebook page if they want to catch up with you guys? Um, the easiest way to find anything about Grace Anna is go to graceannasings.org. And that has linked all of her YouTube videos and also has a link to her Facebook and the book and T-shirts and all that kind of stuff. But you can also go to facebook.com forward slash Grace Anna Sings. And uh, there's a lot of information on there also. Yeah. Those are the easiest ways. We have it linked on our channel mom page as well so people can find you. Um, Angela, thank you for being a brave mom and uh, saying no to the doctors when they wanted to say that Grace Anna's life wasn't worth living. Um, I appreciate what you've done and how you're raising her and that uh, you're raising her to love other people. So thank you for doing that. And God bless you and your family. Thank you for having us. We appreciate it. Sure. Our pleasure. Okay. I hope that that was a help to somebody out there today. Maybe you're struggling. Maybe you think you just can't overcome what you're going through. Um, please be inspired. Please, please receive hope from this today that, that you can. I'm so grateful for moms out there who work hard to raise their babies well, to make an impact on the world and, and to love others for God, just like Angela Rogers has. Uh, find us at Channel Mom all over social media. You can email us, channelmom at gmail. I'm so grateful for all of you. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Here on Channel Mom Radio. And if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.